I'm here with Robin Bierke and Vince Moretto, and my name is Chad Pippen. I'm a pastor here at Big Valley, and we have uh, gathered together today to have a conversation just to remember and rehearse in our minds all that we've been through with the Hope Has a Name short film project that we debuted in December of 2021. And we've all been really, really excited about this for a long time. I know that many of you are just now, maybe you've seen the first one and you wanted to find out more about what went into this. And kind of selfishly, I was just telling Vincent Robin, like, I want to record this just so that I have a memory in my mind of all that God has done to make this project possible. So um, we're going to just have a conversation here. We're inviting you into this. And uh, we hope that you have a great time with us. So why don't we start? Robin, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and the role that you played on this project? Yeah, so, um, gosh. Well, I always wanted to do film and TV since I was a little tot, literally a tot. <laughs> <laughs> I won the Miss Tiny Tot America contest when I was about five years old. Really? Yeah, so that planted a bug in, you know. <laughs> and But I didn't really do anything with that. I, I did uh, go to college and get a theater degree because that's what I wanted to learn. But then I didn't really pursue that. I uh, got married, had kids. I always did drama at, um, at church, part of a drama ministry in a church in Southern California for a number of years. And, um, and then that was in Southern California up here in the Modesto area, we had a community theater. And then I started doing a lot of theater in the area. And it's really been the last couple of years that that dream of pursuing uh, television or a film just kind of reemerged, and I thought, okay, well, since this dream isn't going away, maybe it's not my dream. Maybe that's the the Lord put that in my heart, and I need to take steps to pursue that. So that led to some great opportunities. I worked on a couple of projects with Vince. Hmm. Um, we did a, a web series called The Wanderer for Pure Flix, and mm -hmm. then I got to be production manager on a film for Pure Flix last year. Uh, called Love is on the Air, mm -hmm. and that gave me a great um, just kind of behind the scenes and see how everything that needs to be put together. So I've directed theater before, mm -hmm. um, written a few things, and so uh, all that culminated with the opportunity to be a part of this, to write some scripts and um, get behind the camera. So. And uh, what role specifically did you play in this project? Well, um, I had a lot of hats, but uh, so primarily writing yeah, and then directing. Writing and directing. And then I was uh, also heavily involved in casting the project yes. and then communicating with actors and kind of overseeing things that other people didn't have the background to make sure got done. Sure, um, sure. And that, yeah. So in, lo in maybe larger scale projects, there might have been like individual people doing all these things that right there did. would have been at least three separate people Definitely. that did the job that yeah. i did yeah <laughs> and we could i mean yeah. i've never been a part of anything like this so for me i was just like like wide-eyed and like wow this is crazy so i i don't have that context but you guys both have experience <laughs> yeah. in larger projects so uh you probably had a unique perspective being part of something that was a bit you know smaller scale and mm -hmm. trying to you had to do multiple jobs at one time so yeah. vince what about your background yeah um I was one of those kids, you know, stealing their parents' camcorder, uh, mini DV at the time, and making, you know, Star Wars bloopers videos and, you know, <laughs> awesome. all these dumb things. And uh, just really uh, enjoyed, uh, 
you know, storytelling and really loved going to movies. And as I, uh, you know, got a little older, started thinking, what if I could actually do this, not mm -hmm. just for fun? Um, so went to school in Fresno and uh, got a media degree. Uh, ended up back in uh, Modesto and uh, started working for Big Valley. Did uh, their video production for about five years mm -hmm. and really enjoyed um, the people and just... Uh, being able to work in live, the live production aspect side mm -hmm. of that. Um, and then I uh, got the opportunity, like Robin was saying, um, in uh, 2019 and 2020 to work on some projects for PureFlix mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. uh, produce and be uh, the director of photography for those projects. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was just a, yeah, it was a great step, um, very eye-opening and uh, a lot of good experience, met a lot of good people. And uh, so, yeah, when I found out that uh, Big Valley was uh, <laughs> doing something dramatic, something uh, that they really wanted to step up the production quality mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. just uh, really do something um, honoring for their uh, to the Lord for their mm -hmm. Christmas season. I was just, just excited to be a mm -hmm. part of it. Uh, so I joined uh, as the director of photography and, you know, also uh, fulfilled some other roles along the way. Um, yeah. But uh, and I'll, I'll also editing uh, yep. the, the project as we we're in the middle of all that right now. Which yeah. Is fun, so. mm -hmm. And you guys have told me that my job would be called the producer, but I don't know anything about any of that. So uh, it's been, uh, I don't know if I'm doing it right or wrong or what. I just know I'm kind of along for the ride, but I really have had the best time just working with you guys. It's been super, super fun. Yeah, you've done a great, a great job. Yeah. And you're great on craft services too. I Yeah, so speaking of stuff. playing multiple roles, wearing multiple hats, yeah. I had the honor of uh, doing craft services or catering when we were on location um, up in Del Porto Canyon. <laughs> and yeah. I was able to kind of focus on that. And let me tell you, I was exhausted when we were done. Like hauling all that food somewhere, getting the RV up there. Like it was, it was pretty fun. So it's a big job. I do want to talk just a bit about how we got to this point, which I think is kind of interesting. So earlier this year, mm -hmm. um, Rob and I, we just kind of started talking. We are just, we'd get together and, and talk. And God had put a burden um, on my heart and you had put a bug in my ear, I mm -hmm. think, about, um, you know, how are we as the church, how are we embracing and utilizing drama or mm -hmm. dramatic types of things in the church? And that used to be something that was really popular, you know, especially back in the 70s and 80s. Uh, there were a lot of churches that really, really leaned on dramatic productions within the church to tell stories mm -hmm. or to um, bring context to special events or, um, you know, Easter, Christmas, different things like that. And it was this really tremendous creative outlet that existed in churches. And I don't know what it was, whether it was technology changing or the times changing, you know, culture shifting, mm -hmm. but that has kind of fallen out of favor in churches. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's still lots of Theater happening in our communities. Obviously, film and TV production has never been more popular, never been a bigger part of our society. And so we were just dialoguing, Rob and I, like, how do we um, how, how do we continue to take people who have these types of gifts, mm -hmm. which are incredible gifts, and how do we give them an opportunity to serve in the church? And so we started talking about, well, what about doing things on film or in video um, and pursuing that? Um, for ministry use. And that's kind of where the idea kind of started. And then in addition to that, 
as we started talking about Christmas in 2021 as a church, one of the challenges that we are facing is we're now a multi-campus church, where in years past we had a single campus here in Modesto. And as we looked at uh, an effort, a ministry effort in the month of December or, you know, maybe a special event in December, how do we do that across multiple campuses in a way that's successful? And before we could put all of our attention on one thing, all of our eggs in one basket, mm-hmm. and we can pull off like a crazy production here on the Modesto campus or a huge Christmas concert, but that's not really possible to do that in two places. And so in my mind, I thought, well, what if we really focused on creating some incredible video content that could be used not just on the Modesto campus and on our Sirius campus, but also would play really, really well online. So as we started thinking about a multi-campus approach, to me, it just it became obvious that we need to pursue some sort of short film or movie production to use in the month of December for our Christmas effort. Um, Pastor Joel also has a vision of uh, not having a singular moment in December where we invite people to, but multiple opportunities. And so each weekend in December, um, the the service will be evangelistic in nature. We're going to be encouraging people to invite their actual neighbors to church with Mm -hmm. them. And these short films that we've made are going to be a part of the message um, at each of those gatherings. When I met with Pastor Joel early on, uh, about Christmas, he he gave me a, a vision for what he wanted to focus on. And God had laid on his heart this idea that our world is really, really struggling right now. Our, our communities are really struggling. We're, you know, we keep using the word post-COVID, but are we really? There's just been a lot of upheaval and disruption from all that's gone on. Um, church attendance has shifted across our nation. Uh, and there are a lot of people who are just really, really without hope. And so what would it look like for us to look at the biblical accounts of Christmas and to pinpoint where these different characters struggled, how God intervened, and where they found hope, how it came into the picture. And so we ended up focusing on three different stories, the, uh, Mary's story, Joseph's story, and then the story of the shepherds. And that kind of leads us into... Um, the process we went through with script writing. Yeah. Robert, can you give us some more insight into that? Yeah, sure. Um, I was really uh, drawn to this idea of focusing on these normal, lowly, average people, really. that That's that's who this story centers around. These are regular people. And um, the idea that we could relate to them as human beings. What was it really like? And we don't mm-hmm. know for sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. But when you see them as, when we read between the lines, you know, you go from one verse to the next, and there's a whole lot that happens in between mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> like what actually happened. And so I... I wanted to really, I did a lot of research. I, you did. I yeah. dug in as deep as I could, stuff that didn't necessarily have anything to do with plot lines or characterization, um, but I wanted to have a better understanding of what was underneath their lives, and I hope that that comes, I hope that that comes through. Um, so what I would do is I would put try to put myself in the mind of the character and ask myself, what if, and go with that 
imagination, that, that story, mm-hmm. and then double check, okay, did my what if contradict anything that's in scripture? Mm. Um, is it plausible for the time period? Yeah. Um, and just kind of bounced off of that. And it was a great opportunity for me because I'm used to just doing something on my own and no one else ever looks at it or maybe um, contributes. So to have um, you two there to read it and then reflect back to me how how the story played out in your mind or where you thought it might need to take a, a turn or a twist yeah. or let's focus on this was mm-hmm. really great for me. It was great for me to have that opportunity to work as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really appreciated, mm-hmm. really, really appreciated that. Yeah, it was fun. We'd meet uh, kind of weekly down at Village Baking Company, yeah. mm-hmm. our local uh, coffee joint. Fueled and... by coffee, for sure. <laughs> Fueled by coffee. And there would be like yeah. new revisions of the script, mm-hmm. and we'd kind of read them, and, and we'd do like a table read where we'd mm-hmm. read different parts. And it was really fun to kind of just put yourself into the context. Mm-hmm. And then what was really neat was when, you know, we finally had actors, and like they began like, you know, whether it was on a reel or actually on the mm-hmm. set, giving us the dialogue back, it was like, whoa, yeah. that's Even really, really cool. Even for me in the audition process, so so how that works a little bit, um, what we did is we put it on actual casting websites, uh, yeah. faith-based casting, Sacramento casting, and um, also an agent to her group of actors. And then for them, for them, the audition tapes to come in and to hear the dialogue mm-hmm. being performed by a professional mm-hmm. actor, mm-hmm. that was that's when it started to get really kind of exciting for me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, this is really happening. <laughs> We're really making a movie. Yeah. And the really fun thing about the casting process for me, um, just kind of being from the outside, but watching these people come in, um, was, you know, we've got, we got these few uh, roles from, these actors came up from L.A., you know, ones yeah. who might be more considered in the business. Um, but we also found a lot of people, a few from the church, a few uh, from the local acting community, mm-hmm. um, all believers. Um, but it was just really cool to see the amount of talent that we had in the area, mm-hmm. as well as being able to bring some people up that uh, really uh, kind of gave us a different outlook on um, you know, how we did those scenes. But it's just really cool to see all the different uh, talent um, yes. in, in the, in, within the church, yeah. within the valley area. It was very cool. Yeah. yeah. God is a, a giver of mm-hmm. really great gifts. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool. Um, with all the, like you said, the people who came up from Southern California who were part, but also the people on our team here mm-hmm. that were like, you know, both of you guys, for example, or different people who were really able to express gifts I didn't even know they had. Um, whether it was building a set mm-hmm. here on campus, we built two sets. We built the interior of Joseph's home and the interior of Mary's home. And I was floored yeah. at the job they did. It was like they had done it, mm-hmm. you know, 20 mm-hmm. times before. Yeah. And it was their very first time. It was just really, really neat. Um, one of the visions that we had about this project is that it would be available for other churches to use. And we were thinking like, okay, next Christmas, <laughs> you know, we can make this and that still might happen. You know, we're going to make it available in, in different spots for free for churches to use. Um, but even before the project even got started, mm-hmm. there was another church that got involved. Vince, can you tell us more about that? Yeah. So I have a, a friend, uh, who he has been involved in a few of the different projects we've done. Um, his name is Andrew and he, uh, works, or he doesn't work for a church, but he, uh, does a lot of help with the video stuff for a church in Lodi. And, uh, we've done projects, we've collaborated, been creative together. And, uh, we were talking about something else and I just, 
kind of out of the blue was telling him, hey, I'm working on this new project. It's going to be fun. We both um, enjoy The Chosen, um, which is kind of the series that uh, kind of we looked at as mm, maybe this is uh, kind of a, uh, a style that we mm-hmm. want to go for. Mm-hmm. And um, he he was really interested in the project. And we started talking and he's like, hey, I really want to get um, my church to participate in film production and just kind of changing the way we engage with our media there. And uh, so we talked a little bit more and he uh, he reached out to his pastor and they were excited about the idea and we just shared more and um, they offered some resources. They sent some, uh, some of their uh, production team over mm-hmm. to help with us mm-hmm. uh, and uh, some gear that they had really blessed us. Um, and now they're going to be using the films in their Christmas service Yeah, and we're using it in ours and it's just... Uh, it's been really fun to collaborate. Um, yeah, with. so they're going to have like one Christmas service or, or on one weekend or whatever, and then they're going to show all three mm-hmm. shorts as a part of that one thing, which yeah. would be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. We're spreading cool. out over a couple of weekends, but yeah. that's going to be neat. So even before the project even really got going, there was already another church involved. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, what I really love about how, and so, I mean, there was a creative process. We had a bigger project in mind, and then it was like, <laughs> that's how it normally no, is. that's a little bit bigger the piece of, you know, that we can chew this year. Um, but what has ended up being three standalone projects yeah. that you could use for, it wouldn't even have to be for Christmas, like depending true. on the message that you wanted to share with, with yeah. believers. And the fact that anybody could use that for any reason, I'm super excited about that. Mm-hmm. And I too, I have... You know, the last couple of years, I've had a real sense of urgency about um, doing stuff now and leaving something behind. Hmm. And I feel like video is going to do, you know, Hmm. short films, that is going to do that. Mm -hmm. So I love the size of the project. I Mm -hmm. love that it's a short story, impactful message, and that anybody could share that with a friend in five minutes Mm -hmm. and actually it could be a a springboard to share the gospel with them. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. There are so many examples of ways that we saw God kind of show up and intervene. And I just, Mm -hmm. I want to have a chance just to kind of remember some of those, but um, one of them was weather. So (laughs) there's like, there's been one rainstorm in the past year <laughs> in California, in, in Northern California. And it was a doozy. Mm-hmm. Like it rained like three to six inches in some places. Mm-hmm. And it just happened to fall over the course of time that we were supposed to be like out filming. Yeah, we were staring at our phone weather apps all day long. Like, is this going to ruin everything? Hour by it? hour. Yeah. yeah. And we've got like people driving up from LA. We've got lenses that we've rented. We've got all these things that are mm-hmm. in place. And it would have been like a huge nightmare to reschedule all. Mm-hmm. And so we talked and it was like, well, what do we do? And we were kind of, we were kind of wobbly. We didn't know what, and, and it was like, no, let's just plow ahead. And if we got to We've got to cancel it. We've got to cancel it. But let's not do it until, you know, we need to. And so it, like, if I remember correctly, you know, we started shooting on Thursday mm-hmm. in the afternoon and it rained, like, all Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. And then it dried up. And then it was, like, beautiful, beautiful. the day that we were shooting. I mean, clouds in the sky. Mm-hmm. And just so you guys know, um, we didn't actually go to Israel to shoot this. We went to <laughs> uh, the Stoppies property in Del Porto Canyon. So Brandon Stoppy, our worship pastor, his parents live in Del Porto Canyon. 
And we, uh, when we were looking for a location, we we're like, that looks kind of Mediterranean-ish, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, rocky and sparse, you know, vegetation. And it ended up looking really, really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were on a, we we're on someone's property where we had permission to be there, so mm-hmm. there was no issue of, you know, getting ran off, you know, <laughs> some shoot or something like that. Um, so it rained, and then it dried up, and it was beautiful. And then it, um, I think, it, I think it rained the next day. Yeah, and it we rained were, a lot. It rained a lot morning. the next day, mm-hmm. and then we were shooting. That night, and we were mm-hmm. shooting this the entire short with the shepherds, which mm-hmm. is all outside yep. in the evening. And I kid you not, <laughs> we're finishing up the final shot. It's 1.15 Saturday morning. There's a drone up in the air. We're all exhausted. And someone yells, cut, and it starts to rain. Yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> that is exactly how it happened. It was like, cut, drip, drip, I mean, drip, it was just, drip. it was unbelievable mm-hmm. how God just like, gave us the 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 clear skies that we needed to do yeah, that and it ended up beautiful. being just absolutely yeah. gorgeous yeah. um but there there's lots of other examples do you guys have any examples of ways that god showed up that you'd love to share well yeah what i was thinking um when vince was talking about the crew that was helping us from the church in lodi mm-hmm. um for whatever reason i don't remember why um we were down a couple crew members so a couple crew members yeah. got sick after the first day and they weren't able to come back the that's next day. That's right. That's yep. right. That's right. They mm-hmm. got sick the previous day. And I think it was Augusto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So turns out he knows how to do all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and he just jumped in there. Yeah. Then, he actually, one of the guys that got sick was a, one of the guys who was going to be holding the microphone recording. Yeah. The boom yeah. operator got sick. Boom and, operator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the next night we... Augusta walked up and he said, actually, I'm, I went to school for audio uh, <laughs> the night before we had him moving around boxes in the dirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, he yeah. Uh, filled in and yeah. did an awesome job. And then also um, the guy who was our drone operator, who was really just there to do the drone. Like, that's the only reason. And for yes. whatever reason, he's, he's like, no, I can hang out all night long. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and he, he was fabulous. That was Brandon, right? Yeah, that was, Brandon uh, stepped yeah. in. And he just did that. And that. so that was another, that was a huge thing. To yeah. be down two mm-hmm. crew members and have, I mean, we had a sparse crew to begin with, really, yeah. for a project like this. But it's God was just providing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think about, so, you know, we're, we're doing wardrobe and stuff. And speaking of wearing multiple hats, you know, no pun intended. But yeah. we're, it's a couple nights before we're getting ready to shoot. And it was like, oh, no, we forgot about shoes. <laughs> <laughs> what are these people going to wear? Yeah. And I'm like scouring Modesto, trying to find some sort of shoe that would work. And I end up going to a store and they literally have like three pairs of sandals on clearance that looked right. And they Uh were the, end up being the exact sizes that we needed. Mm -hmm. And they were cheap Mm -hmm. and I bought them and it worked out perfectly. So there's just all these little Mm -hmm. tiny things. I'm like, God, you're so faithful. Like, thank Mm -hmm. you for providing for us. And even the bigger, um, that was another thing. That was another hat that I wore was like procuring costumes. And so, Um, the gal who originally was going to construct costumes for us, um, she had, uh, she has an, uh, an elderly parent who, um, had a health issue. So that was something she was going to not be able to, to do that with us. And we were able to partner with the church out in the series mm-hmm. and use their whole journey to Bethlehem wardrobe. Yep. And they, um, graciously agreed to allow us to borrow those, and and then also uh, Crosspoint in Modesto mm-hmm. um, gave us some items that were invaluable, mm-hmm. um, and just to have that covered 
was huge yeah. to not have to worry about that. Um, but I've been in your shoes, bef- shoes, not, yeah, <laughs> pun intended, um, running around looking for shoes. Yeah. Usually mm-hmm. at thrift stores. <laughs> and they, they only make a couple quick appearances mm-hmm. in the actual film, but <laughs> I was really glad that we had a close up on the shoes. Yeah, something <laughs> that, you know, it, it looked okay. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah. It, it was great. It was oh, great. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as you guys, you know, as you see these, um, one, one of the things that's really interesting is, you know, we were on, Location up in Delporte Canyon is beautiful, but then we also shot some interior things, and we did those in a classroom wow. on the Big Valley Christian School campus. And you would never know that mm-hmm. the way it ended up looking is unbelievable. And part of that is the lighting. And Vince did a really, really great job lighting that so that you know, as you have like, like what looks like sunlight, you know, coming through a window, mm-hmm. like it looks so realistic. And I know that you were really excited about doing all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, the first thing I want to say is just how awesome it was because the team that built the stage, the team that did the the set decoration, the production designer, they hadn't, they don't work on films. Like <laughs> yeah. they're, they're church people, some employees, mm-hmm. some volunteers. And when I first walked, they were sending me some photos and I'm like, that looks cool. And when I first walked onto the stage, I was like, I, I can't believe how good it looks in here. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, the, this team did an amazing job. And, you know, um, and then so that gave me a ton of ability to just have fun with the space and work with it. And then yeah. this project, you know, you've got uh, these friends talking, you know, fighting, angry, sad in the middle of the day. You've got these dramatic scenes where Joseph is praying at night mm-hmm. and we... Um, uh, Roberta found these uh, oil lamp candles um, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Uh, they look very authentic. I mean, terracotta, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they, it was just the little details that we got to play with to make this space look pretty um, and to give the actors and Robin room to work within the room. Um, that it was just it was it was it was professional. I mean, yeah. it was yeah. a great space to work. It, it definitely was. And what I I'd, I'd lean over. I was looking on the monitor and I'd lean over to you and I'd keep saying. It looks so good. <laughs> it looks so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um, how do you guys, you know, envision like, what's the impact of this project going to be? And and we talk about that, but I also think it'd be, you know, interesting to kind of think about the impact of even future projects, mm-hmm. because something like this, it feels like it's got momentum. It feels like it's one of those things that it's building excitement and energy for. Uh, this type of um, art form within mm-hmm. the church. And I think that our church body is going to be really excited about sharing it with others and using it as a maybe just a, a way to start a conversation with someone to invite them to our church. But what do you think the impact is going to be of this and or future projects? Well, I'm a big dreamer, so sometimes I have to rein my dreams in a little <laughs> bit. Um, but I I think really the sky is a limit. And you know, I, when I did the casting, I kind of called it uh, fire and cloud casting because that's kind of how, you know, the last couple of years seeking the Lord in my own personal life as far as what am I going to, what am I doing with acting and film and, and that kind of thing. And, and so for me, it's been like, he is like that pillar of fire and cloud leading the, the Israelites and you don't really see what's on the other side, mm-hmm. but you know, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And when you see God in front of you, so that... So I think there's tremendous opportunity and possibility. Mm-hmm. I I see that this project is kind of 
showing us what capability we have right now mm -hmm. and what God could do if we step out of faith and he stretches us a little bit further. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And just the tremendous job that, um, you know, production design and set building that, ever, and set, I mean, just all of it, it's way more than I could have imagined. Mm -hmm. And so I can see us doing more short films. I really love the, the size of the project mm -hmm. and sell and s telling a, a short impactful story, mm -hmm. but I can also see a full length feature. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, what I want to know is what stories are out there that God, mm -hmm. what is, what story does God want us to tell? Mm -hmm. And if he would bring that to us, I know mm -hmm. he'll bring all the resources mm -hmm. that we need to mm -hmm. tell a story. Yeah. I love that you say that. I, I feel like there were two big th takeaways from this one. It was the gathering of people who really wanted to do this well, um, like-minded people, and just kind of cultivating that community, mm -hmm. finding out where people are, who wants to participate, um, and how that could grow. Mm -hmm. um, and then the second thing is, as you said, um, telling stories um, that God wants to tell, um, praying for what that might look like. Uh, there's something about storytelling, whether it's film, whether it's a book, where you can't help but identify you can't help but put yourself in the shoes of the characters mm -hmm. that's why we all want to go see movies we want to kind of get outside of ourselves and experience something new and jesus knew this jesus when he was trying to describe the kingdom of god to mm -hmm. people who couldn't understand what that looked like he yeah. used stories mm -hmm. and he invited us to see what we would look like in those stories mm -hmm. whether it was to admonish or to encourage um, and I, I think that that can be biblical stories. I think that that can be real life, you know, yeah. like historical stories, biblical stories, or, you know, fictional stories, like mm -hmm. the ones that we've kind of dramatized a little bit in here. And, mm -hmm. um, and so just as resources and tools for the church, um, for the church people to, mm -hmm. to learn, to experience God in different ways, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and, to yeah, to connect with, uh, maybe the stories that he'd want to tell. Yeah. So if you're if you're hearing this and you're resonating with what you're hearing and you think that's something I'd love to be a part of, if you um, want to reach out to us, you can email me at chadp at bvg.org or if you see myself or Robin or Vince or really anyone on the worship and production staff, grab them and say, hey, I would love to be a part some way uh, in future projects like this. We're kind of, we're calling it the Storytellers Artist Collective. It's kind of this loose grouping of people like Vince shared, like Robin shared, of people who want to be a part of storytelling, who have different types of gifts that can contribute to this community. And that to me is really one of the things I'm most excited about is like what God is doing mm -hmm. as far as it relates to that community that he's developing. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for your time. Mm -hmm. This oh, was yeah, really fun. Um, is there, before we go, anything else you want to say? You want to give a shout out to anybody or... No, I think we'll just let the credits roll. Okay, <laughs> I'm just yeah, really, really excited to uh, to share this project with everyone, and I yeah. hope uh, everyone uh, enjoys it. Yeah, hope yeah. you're really blessed by it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and yeah. let us know. Let us know how God blesses you through the the stories that we have told for Christmas. Yes, yes, share them. Uh, they're all going to be available to share on social media um, the Sunday after we air we we pr uh, premiere them. So. Mm -hmm. Um, each one will come out that Sunday and, and share it with friends and family, invite them to Big Valley Grace, use it to just proclaim 
Christ this Christmas season.